How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about. Basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Yeah, that's my old girlfriend. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show, hour number two. All right. Let's uh, head on the road and let's check in with Captain Mike Jeffcoat. I believe he's going crane hunting this morning. Morning, Mike. What's up? Oh, not much. Wind's blowing a little bit. Got a little water yeah. last night. Got a little norther. Well, oh, I'm sitting here in Sealy waiting on my guide, so... Supposed to be stupid. They said there's three thousand or more cranes sitting in a place we're gonna hunt this morning yesterday. That ought to be stupid. <laughs> that ought to be stupid. What are, sure. what are you getting on those now? We get three for a limit. Yes. Three cranes. Yeah, three here, and then up north it's just two. Yeah. Because uh, most of all them birds up there are all lessers. I think last year we hunted out of Lubbock, we killed one greater, and that was it. The rest of it was all lessers. Man, all these down here along the coast, they, man, all those I saw down in South Texas hunting, fishing with Cliff the other day, they were mega cranes, and there was a ton of yep. them, buddy. Golly, there was a bunch of them. There's supposedly a bunch of ducks on this place we're going to, too, so that'll be a bonus. That won't hurt anything either. <laughs> yeah, greenhead's what I'm hearing, so that'd be a real plus. Yeah, Blaine said somebody knows what uh, they're up in the panhandle they went uh goose hunting and uh they had all limits of canadians and uh all greenhead mallards they whacked them they had been on them peanut fields up there somewhere then probably yep so, good clean hunt other than that just clean hunt yeah we're supposed to be on dry ground this morning but i think it got a little more water over here than what the thing i know cleveland we got hammered last night yeah, it. Uh, I don't know how much I rain mean, I got at my house. I slept through it. I was out out to the world last night. Good night's sleep. You. Finally, uh, I went and watched a little Christmas play. My granddaughter was in. Six thirty, I think. And I mean, the bottom fell out in Cleveland. It probably rained two inches. Yeah, I saw that on radar up there, and it uh, it just barely drizzled at my house, but it rained pretty good during the night sometime. Yeah. So, other than that, forest fishing, I talked to one of the ballets. It's the same thing. Still got a green river. Wagging on them trout. Redfish still scattered out. But you just have to you have to go fish to catch them now. You can't just pull up one spot. You know, that's that river's muddy. 
you know, all them fish push back outside, you can go get wadded up on them. But when it's like it is right now, you catch one or two, you think you own them, you might as well just go on move. Put your trolling motor down and go down the bank. So yeah. It's, uh, all you know, if, if very seldom you got the right type of customers who do it, though, but you can take a spinner bait and a spoon and just get in the river and just go down the rip and, and don't stop when you catch one. Just keep going. Cause they, keep going. they might be one or two. Yeah. You know, cause I've, I've fished some, the passes before I come in. Uh, that was, you know, just crystal clear. You can see mm-hmm. seven, eight foot deep. And you'd see one and he'd be by himself. And you might see two, but I don't think I ever saw over two. Yeah. Know, wadded up. So it's just, to, you know, it's so, so much bait. You know, all that outside bait's inside, and, I mean, them finger mullets, you'd be going out of pass, and it's just unbelievable amount of finger mullet that's in them oh. passes right now. So, and everything likes finger mullet. Yeah, this time of year especially. That's yeah. finger mullet time. That's, what are you fishing for, flounder, bull reds, trout, whatever? Water. They, they love them finger you mullet, bet. man. You know, and that's like Wilson. He's uh and there's some of them other boys that's seen what he's been doing with them pogies. And Wilson, he was, he's netting them pogies right there in the marina every morning before he left. And right. He caught some big trout with them. Yeah, those fish you I caught the other day, they were on shad, you know, about three-inch shad. Yeah, yeah. That's what he's doing. So, But everybody can't do that, you know. It's... Uh, like he says, he has to train a lot of customers up, you know, to fish that way. Because, you know, he's throwing a Carolina rig. Right. Just a little different on the bite. Mm-hmm. You know, so. But, no, other than that, that's all i got shaking. Well, that's a good thing about fishing. Everybody has their own patterns and techniques and the way they finesse fish, and it's uh, what makes the world go round. Oh, that's absolutely. It's, you know, it's like him spoons. You know, I was throwing a spoon a bunch. And, uh, you know, customers, they can't feel that bite. It's like, I mean, I don't know, you know, generally it's just a load up on it. You know, unless they're real aggressive, you'll feel them thump it. But generally they just load up on that spoon. And, yeah. Uh, customers, and they just, they couldn't figure that spoon out. So. And, too, I don't want to do it, fool them with them anyhow. I won't have to deal with that gum trouble hook. You know, and there's a difference. Me and Wilson's, Wilson's a big, he throws a lot of spoons, too. And me and him both, we tried it, putting J-hooks on them. Yeah. It just, they don't have the it's action. It's not the same. It, does with that it, it kills the it action of it. It's it exactly does. right. So, you know, just have to deal with it. That's why they sell them the way they are. are. Mike, here we go again. All right, Jace, uh, get Mike back. We've got about uh, four more minutes we can talk to him. We'll finish the conversation with him on these spoons. My goodness. But, yeah, I know what he's talking about with those spoons. It, uh, You know, they come with that size treble hook on them for a reason. You know, we've tried. Now, down south, 
you know, a lot of people, they'll switch over to uh, a single hook on them due to the grass purposes, you know, all that. You got, you've got a lot of grass, and what I do, if I'm fishing down there and you got to do all that to a spoon, you just switch over to a to a soft plastic, you know, with a jig head. All right. Okay, Mike, we're back, my friend. We were talking about spoon. Were you out there? Yeah, you out there in that river bottom or what? No, uh, I don't know what it is. It's uh, <laughs> been going on. This third day surf. now this has been happening. It's not you. Uh, it's us. I'm on full service here this morning. So. But, no, we, like I was saying before we got cut off, me and Dermot tried that back in the day, white bass fishing. Right. With them over reliables. And that J-hook, it just, it wasn't the same. Yeah. Boy, I wish I could find me some of them old reliables. Yeah. Because I know they work on them trout down there in that river. Yeah. You know, and they're plenty heavy. <laughs> That's the problem with them Cordell spoons, you know, is, is finding them. You know, I can find half ounce, but anything bigger than that, they're hard to find. So, mm. you know, just according to what that current's doing, you know, that tide's falling out with that river current. Uh it's hard to get down there where they're at. Exactly. And two, I had one of the little rock pile there in the mouth of South Pass. It was off the bank about 20 yards, 25 foot deep. And uh, I kind of stumbled up on Matter of fact, customers, one, he was sitting there beside me. I was idling in there and watching the machine, and I looked off. He said, what was that? I looked back, and I said, let's turn around and go back over that. I got on a trolling motor pile of rocks down there and them trout was stacked up on it but you had to throw up because all i had was half ounce yeah and I, i'd have to throw way up current and try so to get it, get it down. down there yeah and get on them rocks you know and so always something changing every day oh yeah that's a fact jack did you catch any big trout when you was down south no, I caught one pretty nice one, and then I missed a really good one. Uh, I threw up in the edge of these rocks, and uh, he tickled it, followed down there, and I thought it was just a regular old 17, 19-inch trout or whatever. And I jigged it a little bit harder, and he came back on it, and then I got about 30 feet from the boat, and then, bump, he jumped on it. And I sat out on it, and it, uh, it started swimming towards the back of the boat and gliding on top like a big one it was a good one it just pulled loose i didn't have it hooked good must have had it hooked wow. the top lip and that thin skin you know well that's what me and a bunch of guys wilson's especially you know the river's fixed to come back up eventually and all these big trout we've got in that river uh-huh. i hope they go in the i hope they go in our base system and get on a mud flap and mud flats because I'm going to have me some fun this spring they do. Boy, I'm telling you. That, you know, if you don't get any floods or anything, that's a real possibility right there, as good as the water is everywhere. Yeah. Yep. Boy, that'd Absolutely. be nice, wouldn't it? That makes for some fun, man, when they get up in there in them shallow mud flats and they go to eat and whatever yeah. you like to throw. Absolutely. Yep. And wear them out. Well... Yes, sir. Is your guide showed up yet? Big... No, he ain't got here yet. Where, what area are you going to be hunting today? Out of ceiling. Out of ceiling? Okay. Well, cool. You didn't have to go far. 
now then. Oh, Greg's in the truck with me, and he's got a camera. Get that bastard. <laughs> Not looking to hear it on camera right now. Well, 430 <laughs> when they come through. Well. Yeah, one of them is really good. But can't see him in the daytime. I'm saying there in river bottom. I can't find. I cannot see a good buck. I seen one good buck this week. One so, evening, right at dark. And um, he made me pick my gun up, but luckily I got to look at him before I pushed the safety off. He's nice, young deer, but he just ain't the one I'm looking for. Yeah, Mister Big hadn't showed so, up yet. Well, he's there somewhere, but like I said, maybe all them microns. I mean, there's not an overabundance of acres like it was last year, but there's right. enough that they've got off that corn. Sure. I mean, now this this deer, mm-hmm. he stayed on it. Well, I had matter of fact, I had run deer off because he got dark on it. But uh, he stayed on that corn for 30 minutes. But like those, them those walk out, they put the head down, eat maybe a minute, he right on walking. So, well, they're not comfortable in. <laughs> they're a little nervous about no, something. There's, no, it's because of the microns. You know, it's, so. it's everybody's type. I've turned all my feeders down to three, four, five seconds. Yeah. You know, it's taking them too long to pick it up. And then, too, it's rained every week. So, that sour, that corn goes sour, them deer ain't going to eat it, i tell you that. No, they don't like sour Hogs. corn. Hogs no, do. Or sour acres. Yeah, Hogs boy, like that sour corn. <laughs> They'll eat anything. Well, if we got that rain, if we got that rain that, I got it at my house in that bottom last night. There's going to be a lot of sour acres now. So. Yeah. And like I said, you know, and you'll see, uh, you, you'll be walking along, you'll see a bunch of little acres on the ground, but they didn't make, they're all, they're yeah. no good. The big acres, the big acres is the only thing that's really made, and there's not an overabundance. There's enough of them to keep them deer going to them. So. Right. All but right, squirrels, man. my God. Yeah, it's, it's a squirrel year, man. It's. He's turned text loose on for about a week. There you go. All right, Mike. Well, hey, y'all have a good shoot today and uh, send me some old crane pictures. I'll send you them. I'll do it. All right, well, throw them out of number. Somebody wants to call you. 832-338-9376. Catch us on the web at RJ Hunting Fishing. All right, Mike. Y'all have a good shoot. See you, buddy. Later. All right. All right, it's time for a break. You're listening to The Outdoor Show. We'll be right back. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does. (laughs) Nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. All right, it's 520 here in the Bayou City. All right, James Plog, what's up, man? What's up, brother? Not a lot. Not a lot. Just watching the front roll in, <laughs> clean things out for us for next week. Yeah, it just it didn't look like it get here till like maybe what three o'clock down here by my house. Yeah, late. I had a wind switch in my house maybe about about quarter to three, three o'clock. Yeah, man, I woke up on the couch and it was like one thirty and it was pouring down <laughs> rain. Man, I slept through all of it. I didn't hear nothing. I was man, out for the I, count. Uh, I ain't, I couldn't tell you the last time I actually went to bed. Oh, you wake up <laughs> on the couch between about twelve and one. <clears throat> Like, well, okay, it's raining or it's blowing. <clears throat> so, yeah, but it's it's blowing pretty good down here right now. Yeah. yeah you gotta man, did you see how slide much your old boat in and go over and get on that flounder run, man? <laughs> no, I ain't sliding nothing nowhere. Go get no flounder. Somebody had some <laughs> flounder slow mo. They was catching something slow mo flounder flopping out of the water. I'm like, man. <clears throat> you gotta be kidding me yeah i saw yesterday one guy put on there said you know all you guys making a big deal out about this flounder run it's over and done it's gone they're all out of here and then then you you had all your rebuttals and then sharky throws video up he's got flounder all over the floor of his boat and he's throwing them back you know pulled them out of the yeah. live well and laid them out and said come get you some and he's throwing them over the side letting them swim off he said we'll catch these tomorrow yeah, I mean, you know, them, I mean, yeah, I know some flounders go to golf, and that's, that's why we had to stop the flounders, because they don't go to golf, they don't spawn. <laughs> you know, everybody knows everything, and I don't know nothing. I'm Everybody's an expert, aren't that. they? Everybody's an expert, but I can, but when you go like we do every day, you, you see stuff, and some flounders stay, some go. I mean, I caught one so far north last year, weighed five pounds, four ounces. If he was going to the Gulf, you better start swimming right now, dude. Yeah, he was running a little late. Left, <laughs> you're going to get left out. So, you know, and it, it's like the shrimp. No matter what the water temperature does, you know, I know it, it plays a big part. We pay attention to it. But at some point in time, the daylight hours or whatever it is, if the flanders is going to go out into the Gulf, they're going to go, whether it's 12 degrees or yeah. 60 degrees, you know. That's what I think. You know, where all the ones go that we catch, you know, waiting in February? Did they already done pop back in or did they ever no leave? No way. There's no way. As far away from the Gulf as we are in February catching them, there's no way they made the trip there and back that, that quick. I mean, I don't, no way. I don't know. In my in, in my mind, I don't think they did, but I like I say, we're not experts. I mean, remember, when, remember when the shrimping season would open up in the, in the spring and Man, the shrimpers, all their bycatch had millions of these little tiny baby flounder in them. Exactly. Exactly. So already swam from the Gulf all the way up my way. I mean, maybe they did. I don't. I don't know. I, I'm not a marine biologist well, by any means. I just. Uh, well, put it like this. Seeing's we're believing still, for me. I just. Exactly. I know what I see. And if we're stroking them the end of January and February, when I say stroking, we're not even fishing for them and we catch them. And then there's out in the Gulf spawning, 
and there's flounder in between, well, there must be billions of them. Why do you got to make it where you can't keep any of them? There must be a bunch of them. They can't be here and be there both, you know? Right. <clears throat> I don't know. I don't care. I mean, I'd hate to see where people that really enjoy catching them can't go catch any. You know, that, that just doesn't make no sense to me. But they say there ain't none, so maybe there ain't. <clears throat> Looks well, like they wait all up. year. You know, it's just been a been a tradition for as long as i've been around yeah. you know people five, you know wait on the uh fall run yeah and there ain't nothing wrong with catching five of anything ten's too many two is kind of like a joke but it keeps you going you know five of anything in my opinion is good i don't think it's hurting them. Uh, yeah. a guy i swim with <clears throat> older guy him and christian Miller, good buddies old guy with john boone i saw him at the gym i don't know Earlier this week, I guess one day when I was coming home, <clears throat> and uh, they went. And he said they caught like thirty-five flounders. Yeah. You know, this one you can't keep them. You know, they're just fishing. Yeah. <clears throat> they caught like thirty-five. So apparently, the the, the big run ain't ain't that much over. <laughs> yeah, I think that guy I, posted that was just jacking with everybody. <laughs> but I haven't caught very many this year, Mickey, like I did last year. Uh, no, it was a little fishing. off on flounder this year. For me, yeah, I didn't you know, catch, catch as many. Now, when Cameron was here and he was fishing, he was waiting every day. He was catching them. I mean, he yeah, I remember he was catching three. some nice three pounders. You know, exactly. <clears throat> and you know, he was catching four or five a day, not fishing for them. They were just in the way. I so, remember that anyway. one year, that spring in West Bay, you and Daryl and all of Dana and all of y'all took Tom Dickerson fishing, and y'all caught what eighty or ninety flounder on that one. We trip caught or something? we caught eighty eighty flounders on camera on film. Wow! Hey, and old Tom lost his. Did James just fade? How about that? Well, get him back. Hey, this is becoming the new drill. We got to call somebody five times, talk to him for ten minutes. My goodness, it's uh, been hearing a lot of that though. I mean, it, you know, the Chronicles talked about it. Uh, local news stations are talking about solar flare, this and that. And my goodness, part of life nowadays, isn't that something? But it'll uh. It'll all come together. <laughs> It'll get good. Kind of, kind of like our fishing. We'll get our communication skills back. All right, James, we're back, man. Right, so another solar flare got us. <laughs> solar flare is getting us. I don't know what it is. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, not nah, you know same old deal. I hear you fine. Just went away. That's that's anyway. been the mo for three days now. This third day going on this. You don't know what? I had to plug in. No, I had to plug in, or I really was supposed to go dead. You got a dead <laughs> like battery. Her. Dead battery. But, uh, no, we caught 80 flounders, and Tom lost his old stringer. And somehow, we ended up finding it. Because the limit at that time, I'm it's pretty 10, sure wasn't? it was 10. Yeah. So there was all of us, the cameraman, and Tom. And uh, it was crazy, man. They were jumping out of water. That whole that was the year after the freeze, Mickey. So that was nineteen that year after eighty nine freeze. Yeah, that was <laughs> nineteen ninety. 
Yeah, but they was everywhere. Remember, East Bay was the same way. It had been that way for a you while. You know, in that it same was, year was the most Spanish mackerel I'd ever seen in the bay that year. Millions of them that Following summer. that, flounder and Spanish mackerel were the, the – I mean, you were good if you'd go out and catch seven or eight trout in one day. But the bonus fish were flounder and, and uh, mackerel. Get flounders and mackerel, Remember that? man. Yeah, it was it was nuts, man. Those flounders was they was chasing them glass minnows and jumping out of the water. And then in the middle of all that, did the few trout we had, well, the trout started biting. But I'm I'm on these flounders, man. I don't want to catch no trout, and I was trying to get my last flounder. <laughs> and uh, and now I started catching trout. I caught three or four trout. I said, I want to trout and try to catch these flounders. <clears throat> it was pretty good. We cleaned flounders for. I don't know what Tom did with them, but he took all 80 of them. Somebody was eating a whole bunch of them. Boy, somebody, yeah. He probably opened up a, a seafood market with those. <laughs> Dude, we cleaned flounders forever, man. It's crazy. Scraping them. Well, fishing went back to being good yesterday. It started out like it did Wednesday, just kind of dead. Oh, the did tide you go was so yesterday? High. Oh, yeah. The time was so high. Oh, that was Thursday I talked to you, and you said you weren't going. Okay. No, nah, Thursday I didn't go. Dana My went. days are all running together, James. It's, it's yeah, hell to get on too, bro. only reason I know it, it's Saturday because I ain't going. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but Dana, they, he caught some fish, and it was tough, kind of like Wednesday. I mean, we caught them, but it was not what we're used to. I mean, we're spoiled. Rolling there and catch 30 or 40. You don't even have to try Right. Yeah, start paying attention. And then yesterday started the same way. But we caught six pretty quick because the tide was so high, I fished a little spot that I like to fish when the tide's high. Mm-hmm. And they're on it, man. They just won't bite. I mean, you know, you don't pull up there and catch six. Well, when they're there, they're you, there. Have you looked at the water at your house this morning to see how high it is? Man, it bulled up up this way. Jeez. Oh, hey, we couldn't even load our guys up yesterday. We had to go to another pier that was higher because the one we park on was underwater you, yeah you'd have to put your waders on right there so man it's crazy and, and it really wasn't moving i mean in the morning time it really wasn't going out and it finally started going out and then i went south and we fished you know several places so man this ain't no good and i went north <clears throat> and uh, just packing nothing mm. catch a few and it got okay but I, I, anyway long story short they started biting really about about 20 minutes, quarter to 11. They yeah. go off. Right. And we start catching them. I said, man, I told my guys, I said, I'm telling you, we've been sitting in them. I had to move around two or three times. we get a bite. And, and then they finally lit off. I said, okay, this is how it's supposed to be. We catch our old fish, and we counting and throwing back. And we caught like 20. I said, man, let's go. Yeah. So we blazed out of there because the front was coming. I didn't know where it was at. And it was starting to rain a little bit. And I stopped right back that, by that place where I was this morning, you know, in the morning time. Right. We slid there. I didn't put the anchor out. I'm just trying to go home. And uh, it was really nice weather, perfect for what I was doing. <clears throat> and we catch one. And I put the hook out, and you could have sat there, and I don't know how many you could have caught, but we just yeah. left. I said, man, let's go. There you go. But they wouldn't bite in the morning time. You know, they, I mean, they did, but they didn't. That's winter fishing, man. You never mm-hmm. know. One morning, one day they'll bite bright and early, and then it's over, and then, you know, it's midday to late evening. Let me knock it this just, break out, James. Hang on. I'll be yeah, right back ahead, at you, buddy, before we get disconnected. <laughs> I'll put you on hold. 
All right, you're listening to the Outdoor Show here at Sports Radio 610. We'll be right back. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. All right, James, we're back. Hope we still got you there, bud. Did we drop him? Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, hey, I'm glad you got good fingers this morning. Dial him back up. Get him. <laughs> Unbelievable. Oh, goodness. Well, I can't believe Christmas is right around the corner. My, it has come quick. I hope everybody has a really good one. Good holiday. Favorite time of the year. Fishing's good, hunting's good, so just fish and hunt between weather systems. It's hard to beat. All right, let's go back to him. All right, JP, we got you back, buddy. <laughs> oh, I'm used to this, man. Well, I figured we commercial? wouldn't lose you since we had you on hold. Oh, man. What was, you got me now? Remember that old commercial? Was that yeah, or can you hear me now? Can Remember you Blaine, them old bag phones we used to carry back in the day? I'm in the trees. I'll call you back. <laughs> Blaine was up. always in the trees. No matter where he called you, he's in the trees. Remember, I nicknamed him Tarzan. <laughs> Tarzan. Yeah, he's always in the, always always in the, the trees. trees. <laughs> Man, those old bag phones, he looked like he could call Mars on them things. <laughs> oh, boy. Now, I was just sitting here thinking, man, you know, I guess that's an advantage that we have, and it's hard to do, of – are they there or not there? That's the big question on, you know, fishing. Right. And, man, we were young, and we would stay out there from daylight till dark. You could tell, you know, we were there the whole time they were going to bite unless you stayed into the nighttime. Right. And you could just test, like, you know, that's what I tell my man, I, a guy the other day, Tony. Well, they're not here. I said, no, Tony, they're here. No, they're not. I said, I'm telling you, dude, they're here. They ain't biting. <laughs> And I went and did some other stuff, same old deal. We rolled back in there when they were biting. Thump. I said, okay, man. I mean, they, you know, they don't bite all the time, every time. You know, sometimes they, they don't bite. I know. That's, that's the way fish are, the <laughs> way people are, animals, everything. Animals. You know, they don't feed 24 hours a day. You can tell when it's just where, where we're fishing around up there, Mickey, you can tell when it's just to go off. If they ain't biting, you catch these little bitty old trout. I mean, little ones. Yeah. They ain't even thinking about being 14 inches. And when it goes off, you don't catch nothing but 17 to 19, 20-inch trout. You don't right. catch nothing but little ones. The bigger mature <laughs> fish take it over. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. When they don't bite. Get out of my way, like, chump. I'm, I'm moving in now. Big daddy's down. I'm eating. Get out of my way. Like yesterday, like yesterday before it started off, we caught one or two decent fish. And then little old pecs. Man, I'm missing all these fish. They were missing them. And, and they were little. I said, oh, yeah, and little ones. I'm just thinking, I said, okay, if they're going to bite them, you know, we'll be at these little ones. And the little ones kind of faded. We didn't catch many of them, like six or seven. Right. And that's when you catch, boom, 18, 19 inches. And then you throw back in there, boom, got them. Now, if you can keep them going, if everybody can cast, don't hook stuff, don't throw over each other, now you can pull them to you. And now they're now we got them and keep them going, you know. Right. Just like fishing a well pay. You know, if you can get them going and somebody breaks off or hooks the bottom or hooks the well, and They'll fade on you, man, if you don't keep them going. That's exactly right. <clears throat> Same old deal, but 
anyway, if you do it enough, you figure you figure it out. Yeah. <clears throat> but look like look like next week the weather looks good. That's what I'm hoping for. Man, they you had all that. at them for the end of the year. Yeah, you're the year the bang, anyway, baby. Yeah, I want to go dove hunting, man. Yesterday, I kept watching that weather yesterday. Right. And you can't pay attention to weather, people. I'm like, man, I don't think it's going to be as bad as what they're saying. It looks like if it is bad, it's going to be in the afternoon, you know. Mm-hmm. I didn't talk to Kenny. He said we had a – he said we – his lease. I'm not on it this year, but I can go down there and hunt. <clears throat> he said uh, they had a lot of birds. Yeah, Blaine still got them. I mean, it's – They got them? Yeah. I'll be taking well, an old smoke pole with me. Yeah, well, I'm fixing now. I'll start hunting a bunch after the 22nd. When I'm done, I ain't gonna do nothing. <clears throat> but shoot does and play golf for a while. I'm tired. I'm done. Been a, been a pretty good been a pretty good run this fall. Yeah, fishing been good. The weather's been decent. You know, we had but a couple of cold, real what I would call miserable mornings. You know, even the other day when that front come through. It was cold, mm. man. I ran then. It was like forty-two or whatever. Yeah, Monday but morning. It, it was it was frost on the pumpkin, buddy. It was Mickey, but it didn't feel cold. There was no wind. What little wind there was was kind of like a west wind. There wasn't yeah. much of it. So, man, I'm I've been dreading that. Yeah, the only thing cold is the boat ride. You know. Exactly, man. And I'm like, man, I'm on Saturday. I'm already thinking about Monday morning. What am I going to wear? How cold am I going to be? I got toe warmers, hand warmers. I got it all. Toe I got warmers. me a Russian hat. Oh, dude, them toe warmers are money. I'm telling you, they're money. They make a real toe warmer. It's called. No, that. I'm dead serious. I, I'll go to Academy and give you some hand warmers. You know, after all that stuff that happened to me, my, my extremities aren't too good. They get really, really cold. Right. So I put them hand warmers in my slicker. And I'm over there buying them things. I said, toe warmer. What the hell is a toe warmer? So <laughs> I buy me three or four packs. I don't know what they are. They, they're made by the same company. This is all true deal. So the first ones I destroyed, open the package up. I don't really know how to use them, so I, I toasted them. But I see what you do. That you peel these backs off, and they got a little stick them on there, and you just stick them in the end of your 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 boots. I wear them extra tough boots with some you know big time socks. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, now I know how to do it. So I I can them and get my other ones and get them in there, buddy. They are money. I'm just telling you. How about that? And I tell people, I say, oh, man, you don't know about them. It's kind of like, I'm stupid. I said, no, nah, I don't. I know about them now. But, uh, man, man there's you nothing talk worse about than your feet getting ice cold and just you. If your feet are freezing cold like that, you just can't warm up. It just it just sucks your core out, you know, your cold. It chills cold. your whole body. I'm telling yeah. you, Mickey, go get you some before you go down there in case it gets really cold. I there's don't think I'll have to worry stuff. about that down there. <laughs> hey, but man, I'm telling you that that them toe warmers. So anyway, that's like Monday, and I got all this stuff on. By eleven o'clock, I look like a lizard shedding the skin. Man, I'm dying. And so the next day, I don't bring as much stuff. I mean, I got nine million. Not that I don't bring it, I don't put it on. Right. And it had a little bit of cloud and a little bit of east wind on Tuesday. Yeah. Got your attention in the morning. You were yeah, there. We were, you fished. Too. I said, "Is it just me or y'all cold?" And, and Pete goes, "Man, it's cold. That old it east cold, wind. Buddy. I hate an east wind. You know, with that cloud cover like that, it just it it'll rip you in half." 
you want to get cold? And I guess it was Wednesday. Same deal. And I was cold. And it was, it was like 57, 58. Yeah. But yeah, but just, it felt like it was 42, you know, with that wind uh, blowing, that east wind. Dude, I couldn't warm up, man. On the way home, I went by the gym and I got in that sauna. I stayed in there for like forever trying to warm up. But this time of year, like you know, if, it, if your boat don't turn over and you ain't frozen, <clears throat> you can probably catch them. Yeah. It, it's, it's, you know, it's good fishing this time of year. You know, getting back I'm to those flounder, remember back in the, and the falls we had in Trinity Bay years back, you know, you'd wade in the mornings and man, we'd get our limit of trout pretty quick. It was pretty stupid. And uh try to kinda of turn off and I said, Y'all wanna go catch some flounder? Yeah, we'd we'd like to have some to take home. I said, We're gonna we're gonna catch limits of these. And I'd just I'd run over the river mouth, park on that sandbar and I'd line up everybody down the edge and I said, Just throw that tail you know, just quarter it down down this drop off. You can see the channel markers, and just let it go to the bottom, and just work it slow right up that ledge. And it was like I don't even know how many flounder were stacked on the ledge of that river channel. It was and, a given. Uh, that was a given. And you could actually you'd hook a flounder, you'd get him up to you, and he'd come off when you went to grab him, and they'll just go down on the bottom. One morning it was real clear, and I'd watch those flounder. They'd come off your line. And they'd just go sit down on the bottom right next to your feet, and you'd just drop that jig back on top of him and doodle socket on him, and he'd bite it again. You'd catch him. And I said, how was, many flounder are coming out of this river right now? It was you know, crazy, the cro- Mickey. And I the thought- old croaker run would start first, you know, millions of croakers. We'd catch two-pound croaker on spoons and tails on and stuff. Spoons. And, then, exactly. and here come the flounder pouring out of there, you know, three weeks yeah, go- later. Crazy. Yeah, waiting at Riverbank throwing in there, that was Hey, we we'd all be standing there. We didn't went where we went, caught our trap. We'd all be. It was fun, man. We'd line up throwing. That was fun. I thought, I thought about that driving through the other day. I had, you know, I hadn't put in on the riverside, and everybody, hey, you can't do it. And I said, man, I don't know. So we had a pretty low tide. So I'm coming in, and I said, man, I'm going to run down the river. I'm going to see. I, I need to see if I can do it because there was something I wanted to do up there that I needed to be able to run in and out of there. So here I go. And it ain't terrible. <laughs> Buddy, I'm telling you, the whole thing turns into a sandbar. Yeah, it's so, all silted in now. So I see what's going on. There he went. In real time. How about that? Well, at, uh, Try to get him back, and then you can get Sharky on the back burner if you can get a hold of him this morning. He may not even be up and going, but try him again. Man, this is crazy. It's, uh, it is what it is. Got to roll with it. Now, that, uh, that was pretty bizarre back then in that day and age. It was, uh, it was really common. I mean, every day in the fall, you get your limit of trout in the mornings. Get you a limit of flounder about mid-morning, midday, and then uh, wait for the redfish to start schooling and coming up all over the pockets back there. Come in with limits of trout, reds, and flounder. That's stacking some boxes. All right. All right, James, we're back. Let's stack a box. <laughs> well, you said you had him back, but I don't hear him. Oh, you got it now? There, there you go. Now we got you. 
right, buddy. <laughs> no, so what I was telling you, man, so anyway, I'm idling. So I'm like, man, I'm seeing how shaking that boat of mine, it'll, it'll go shallow. Yeah. So I said, okay, I'm going to put it on plane. Well, I sent it, and I can do it. You can't deviate, and you can't be scared. You got to come in here on fire, because I did it on a pretty low tide to see if I could do it. But it ain't for the faint of heart. If you ain't, it, you will run aground right there. Anyway, the oh, point yeah. of that story is, I was running through there thinking about, man, we used to throw in this river channel and just crushed in blinders. That's what I was thinking about. I told my guys, you got about a 50-50 chance of walking out of here, man, if I miss up. Right. But, uh, no, because I wanted, you know, because there's, uh, I needed to be able to run in and out of there. So, you know, I needed to do that, but. I saw what how low a tide I could do it, and it was much lower than that when I went through there. Like you know, a pretty low tide, you don't want nothing to do with it. It's just no. old sandbar, buddy. No, it's uh, it's all changed up there now. It well, it's changed pretty much everywhere. I mean, what caused that, Mickey? Nobody running out of there, or that Wallace? Well, they, they don't dredge it anymore. Remember, they used to dredge that. They did used to dredge. Remember that big pipe stuff they left out there? Yeah, I think Dana hit that time? pipe, didn't he? He did. He ripped his old motor off. I know a couple of guys that hit that pipe, and uh, that's why I always went out uh, another channel marker or two more and to cut across to come back over to Jack's Pocket or vice versa. Right. Instead of cutting on the inside there, because if you didn't have your distance right from the tip of that island, you're going to hit that pipe. You're going to hit it. I'm sure well, it's silted over now. You got a 21 or 20, old 21 weather like I got? You learn to run where it's calm. <laughs> you learn because <laughs> it will beat your brains out. So you figure out how to run anywhere it's calm. I look for a little old place. I wonder if I can get through there. Well, a lot of times I do. A lot of times I don't. I'm like, man, this ain't good. Or you hit something. Remember that old I rough was, riding whaler that old Rudy had, that revenge? Oh, terrible. Oh, They're the make worst. your teeth bleed. Hey, I love my boat. Wouldn't trade it for nothing. It's a great fishing boat. For fishing, wading, it's the best. Point A to point B, man, Not you good. just wanna you just wanna shoot yourself. If it's bad. I I when I put in over here sometimes at the house, so I gotta come back in a pretty heavy wind. Yeah. <laughs> come across there last year. It was so bad. I had uh, my roofing guys, Rick Crosby, with me. That I just said, man, let's see. I'm just going to see how fast I can go. Maybe I can skip over these waves. Uh, we absolutely destroyed that boat <laughs> across the bay. It's terrible. But it's a good fishing boat. All right, man. Well, hang in there, James. All I'll, right, uh, buddy. I'll talk to you on the next go-round. If somebody wants to call you, give them a number, bud. Roger, 409-771-7306. Well, you got to work next week, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. You, you still got to work. Yeah, buddy. Because <laughs> Christmas is on Monday, right? Uh, Yeah, this year Christmas is on a Monday. You got to work Sunday, too? Yeah, I'll do Christmas Sunday? Eve. No, I'll do Christmas Eve. Roger, come on. We got birthdays coming up, buddy. Yeah, we do. Yeah, let's do. celebrate. Let's go down. Let's, let's do go it, to the bottom.com, brother. Go to the bottom.com. All right, Mick. Thanks, buddy. See you, James. Later, man. All right. Now let's jump the bridge and go over to Galveston Island, and let's check in with Captain Sharky Marquez. Sharky, are you up and at him this morning, son? 
What's up, buddy? What's going on, man? Oh, I'm awake, man. I'm awake. I was supposed to be fixing to leave the dock right now, as you can probably imagine. But, uh, man, we we had uh, my group canceled for this morning yesterday. And right. um, and I guess their, their buddies or something, you know, wasn't going to make it in town on time. And so they canceled. And then we had that 150-person uh, party at our place last night. Oh, so goodness. mom and dad were like, you know, they were like, hey, we could really use your help. So, of course, it worked out perfect. I am going fishing today. I'm, I've got an afternoon trip, but I was able to help uh, help them out. And it's, it was like from 7 to midnight. So it was quite the uh, quite the occasion, man. They had. But that was 150 yeah. people. My goodness. Yeah. They had a 12-person band. Uh Mambo Jazz Kings, man, they were crazy good. It was like super. It was it was awesome, man. It was really really cool. great party. Everybody had a great time, and uh, it was awesome. Yep, it was great. But man, let's talk some fishing. Yeah, how about them flounder? <laughs> how about them flounder? So, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I'd rather have, have hear that than them boys. <laughs> How about them boys? <laughs> yeah, <talk> exactly. <laughs> you know, um, it was, gosh, you know, I just got to be, I got to be a little careful because <laughs> I've got four boats going out right now to the, <laughs> to go find these fish. So, you know, it just was tough. I will tell you that yesterday for a lot of people was, uh, or for some people was great and for some people was not. Right. Um, those fish were, we, I was talking to boats that fished in a multitude of different areas and, you know, caught, caught not a lot of anything. And then I was talking to a couple guys, a few guys that, you know, just, just found them, stumbled upon them and found them. We got really lucky. Um, we had an extremely high tide yesterday morning Yes. when we left, I mean, really high tide. And so, uh, I was able to get into some of these little bit shallower areas, um, that usually I wouldn't kind of really fish, um, unless it wasn't a crazy high tide. And, you know, I got there yesterday morning and seen how high the boat was and had to use a ladder to climb in that thing. You know, it was super high. Right. And uh, so, you know, those, you know, two and a half, two and a half depth, you know, average depth areas that I normally would be uh, anchored up way off, casting up into, you know, I could get a little closer and fish those, you know, fish those shorelines a little bit harder, a little bit tighter. Man, it was good, though. It was, uh, we found some fish. It was awesome. We caught yeah. our limit um, by 750. Mm -hmm. We had our limit, and we, you know, got out, left it uh, a little bit earlier at 5.30, so it wasn't terrible, man. We didn't start fishing until about 6-ish, you know, took our time getting out there. Uh, first hour, hour and a half, I mean, was probably hour and 15 minutes was super slow, and then I just kind of told my folks, I was like, man, we've got to camp it out here. There's boats whizzing around us everywhere, and, you know, this spot, like, I promise you guys, like, they're here. They're just not on yet, you know, right. but they're here. We caught one. 
um, you know, one here and there, and then all of a sudden, you know, bam, bam, bam. I mean, yeah, it was sweetheart. They went off. So, you know, it was good, man. Um, we got all the guys going out this morning. So, you know, it's thank God that weather pushed through for the most part already down here. I know it's going to be a, a windy, windy son of a gun, but you know they're gonna they're gonna grind it out and try to get across that that bay and play it play it as safely as they can, you know. Right. Well, that's good. Uh, that's good to hear. Yeah, yeah. It'll and be a windy gonna, one for them. According to the forecast, you know it, it'll blow pretty good today, but it's uh, supposed to lay down pretty quick behind this one. So. Yeah, maybe we can get some more leaks in next week before before Christmas. That'll be good. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. I'm looking forward to it, man. It's gonna be fun. Yes, always. It's gonna be fun. All right, buddy. Well, I'm already out of time. If somebody wants All to right, uh, son. come down and uh, throw a party or go fishing, you can cover them in both <laughs> aspects. How they get a hold of you, Sharky? <laughs> Come on with it, guys. Up on our website, it's Outcast Fishing with no G, charters.com. You can check out our trip packages, pricing, and availability right there on our website. We'd love to have you guys. And then check us out at BaysideEventCenter.com. We do corporate events, weddings, birthdays, you name it. And we also have a lodging up to 20 people right there on our property, man. We'd love to have you guys down. For whatever whatever you can dream of, man, we'll make it happen, and uh, let's go catch a fish. That'll hunt. All right, my friend. That'll hunt, buddy. Sharky, All thanks right, for taking son. my call. See you, buddy. Of course, man. Have a blessed weekend, brother. All right, man. Thank you. See you, buddy. All right. It's time for our top of the hour break, national anthem and all that. You're listening to The Outdoor Show here at Sports Radio 610. We'll be right back. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas... Phoenix, and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. 
So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does. <laughs> Nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.